to Gin and Gentlemen with me, Eleanor Harkster, bringing the gin. And accompanied by a wimpy kid's birthday party attended by gentlemen, Catherine Curzon. Catherine, that's an unusual way to bring your gentlemen. Why, why have you chosen to bring them like that? We are having a wimpy birthday party <laughs> <laughs> with the gentlemen because today we are going to be talking about restaurants of our youth. Restaurants of our youth. Our youth. So, a somewhat 1980s, 90s set episode. 80s? 80s. Come on. <laughs> Come on, I know how old you are. <laughs> Always set in the early 2000s. Yes, I'm so young. Mm. Yes. 80s. I, I dyed my hair this grey colour. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And the, there is no reason for this. It's just because I suddenly had a thought about a Bernie in. <laughs> <laughs> Bernie in sounds like a character we have. It does, doesn't it? All right, Bernie. Uh... <laughs> Bernie in. Ask Bernie in down by the side of the river. Do you want some beans with that? <laughs> <laughs> so we are, as you can probably tell, we are very English. Um, and England, like all countries, had its own unique culinary heritage mm. <laughs> of the places that as a child you will go for your foods foods yeah. and latterly you will well you might not know but these places like wacky warehouses and things like yeah. that but they didn't exist when we were children so no. in the keep in keeping with our computer games of our youth and things like that <laughs> and supermarkets we thought Restaurants. Another look into our English heritage. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Yes. Well, shall I tell you about the one that I used to go tell to? Tell us about one of your restaurants. Okay, so so in um, the UK, there's a chain called Beef Eater Restaurants. <laughs> which is so... It's just really like there on the page, isn't is it? Is it still? We sell beef. I, I will think be still checking these on my tablet. Yeah, I, th- I think it still exists. Yeah. Um... And in, I, I lived uh, very near Colchester, which is the oldest recorded town in in the they in still Britain. Exist. And during the Civil War in the 1600s, there was um, a siege, and there is a, there was a beef eater restaurant in this amazing old Tudor built like timber frame building called the Siege House, and. It was always very exciting to go to as a child. I loved going there because it still had musket holes in the in like the wood and the plaster, and it had like a metal red metal rings around the the musket holes. Yeah. So oh, I I loved going there. I'm not even sure I was that excited by the food, but just being in the siege house that had musket musket ball holes in yeah. the wall was just very very exciting for me. So. That was my that was my favourite restaurant. And if it was like my birthday, and instead of having a birthday party, it was like you know you, we can take some friends out. Go, Daddy, Dad, can we go to the siege house for lunch with my friends? Well, so, I'm just looking at Beef Eater. Oh, well. I thought it was gone, but it does still exist. There are over 140 restaurants still in the chain, and it's now owned by Whitbread, and is positioned as of an upmarket version of Whitbread's Brewers Fair chain. But Brewers Fair is massive. Yeah. Um, but apparently, well, it's starting that. Well, a bit of a history lesson because it's history, you know. Where do the musket balls come in? <laughs> they don't. It began in 1974, Beef Ooh. Eater, and experienced significant difficulties in the 1990s, which Ooh. is probably why I thought it had gone. Yeah. yeah. But now they're back. And in, thank you, Wikipedia, in 2016, they opened a new restaurant concept in Birmingham a restaurant? called Bar and Block. 
Bar and Block. It bar sounds vaguely block. familiar. Bar and bar Block. And I, don't, block. I, I haven't eaten in one, but Bar and Block sounds familiar. It's a steak restaurant and bar, Bar and Block. Mm-hmm. So my what when we were kids that Beef Eater, if you grew up in Britain in the seventies or eighties, you know that Beef Eater had a rival, the Bernie Inn. <laughs> and the Bernie Inn is my restaurant childhood memory. And we used to go to a Bernie Inn um just outside Nottingham in Ravensdale called The Hut. And it had this really weird setup because from the outside, like an old like country lodge. Yeah. And when you went in, they had um, knights, like suits of armour, and they had <laughs> all over the walls um, shields, painted shields, which I loved as a kid, you know, it yeah. was amazing. But this is where things get weird because the Bernie Inn was steakhouses, mm. but the hut was on two levels. And if you wanted steak, you went on the ground floor. Ooh. But if you wanted chicken, you went on the first floor. Ooh. How does that even work? <laughs> and it was like steak for the man, chicken for the lady. And it's not even like chickens can fly, is it? So there's no. But say you wanted fish, you could have that on either floor. Oh. So you couldn't like you couldn't have steak, and your companion have fish, have chicken, because it was on the different floor. So you both had to have a steak, or a chicken, or a chicken, or fish, whatever. But yeah, so that. But as a child, I thought it was amazing <laughs> because they did kids cocktails as well. And they came with like you know like a little toy spark glow in the glass oh, and like yeah. a parrot's duck on the edge of the plastic parrot. But it was also because you're a child. It was like a proper restaurant. Mm. But you felt terribly grown up. Terribly grown these up. Places, yeah. But my mum always used to have fruit juice for a starter, and I don't. I've only well, there is actually somewhere in Yorkshire that still does this. Ah, uh, yes, there is. <laughs> That fruit juice in England in well in the eighties I can't speak to the seventies but fruit juice was a starter it was there on the menu yeah as a, a start or an entree mm. a starter fruit juice yeah so you know a little light something for the lady <laughs> a little fruit juice <laughs> and they'd actually bring it and put it on the placemat yeah like it was a a dish <laughs> am I supposed to tackle it with a spoon <laughs> fruit juice and. You know, there was always like these were the 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 gold standards. Soup of the day, yes. Fruit juice, prawn cocktail. Oh yes, a prawn cocktail. Mm. And in the Bernie Inn, the food of heaven, breaded garlic mushrooms, which is still food of heaven today. Oh yes, yes. A good but, choice. Yeah. yeah, and they used to have like a kids menu. You have like a mini steak, you know, stuff like that. Oh yeah. But they also used to. My dad always used to order a bottle of rosé d'Anjou, <laughs> and would always taste it. Did it always have like a weird? They had like a kind of weird bottle, didn't they? Those. No, you're thinking no. like Black Tower. Oh, probably yeah. Like how I know what you're thinking of. You're thinking of Black Tower. Oh dear. But what I also used to love is the placemats had paintings of different or artist renditions of other Bernieans. <laughs> it was like Bernieans that you can not you can perhaps go to, and they're all like a stylized lodge type affair. Yeah. But as well, they at the you know because you'd have like obviously your dad would have like steak well done. <laughs> Like what? <laughs> Nowadays, like what? Well, I, don't, I don't want it raw. And you know, I I love anyone that knows me knows I love meat. Mm. But a well done steak, my God, that's a crime. That should be punishable by imprisonment. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, I've got an insole here. Yeah, like a oh, big like that nice big fat chunk of leather. Yeah. But um, for pudding, there'd be all the classic black forest gato. Oh, the black. Yes, that's the classic, isn't it? And then obviously to round off your meal as a stylish adult. A liqueur coffee, and a liqueur co- an Irish coffee. Oh yeah. Served in a wine glass. Drunk, drunk and oh, drunk and overexcited at the same time. Yes, <laughs> with like a sort of 
paper coaster. I don't know if you saw it. It was a paper coaster that was like was attached to the wine glass. Oh. So the coaster couldn't come off. So if oh. coffee dribbled down the side, it caught the... It was on the base of the glass. Oh. And it kind of had... It was like four tabs and two tabs went on top and two went under. Oh. And bizarrely, I don't know why, when I was a kid, I'd be like, can I have your coaster? <laughs> <laughs> your kids are weird. I'm so grown up. And you didn't get given... You know, like now, if your kids go to restaurants, they get like crayons and... The, yeah. No, no, yeah. sir. You... you you think yourself lucky you're getting a child's steak. Yeah. You don't need to get a toy while you're so you just sit down and you shut up at the table. She, my mum used to travel everywhere with a supply of um, um, puzzle books and, and pencils <laughs> to, so that me and my brother would behave. <laughs> but what I didn't know, I'm now looking again, thanks Wikipedia, is that there were Bernies behind the Bernie Inn. Actually, people called Bernie. They were, and they weren't as I thought as a child. I thought it was Bernie Winters. <laughs> and anyone who's not English Bernie Winters was, was a comedian <laughs> a TV presenter but he had a dog which sent Bernard called Schnorbitz do you remember oh yes so he's there in the kitchen flipping steaks well I thought he owned no, it not on, no you, you need to go I upstairs genuinely thought he owned it <laughs> but he had this dog Schnorbitz but anyway Bernie Winters didn't own Bernie and it was opened by brothers Aldo and Frank Bernie ooh Oh, weren't they Italian? Because it's well, Bernie, they... B-E-R-N-I. Yeah, and Aldo sounds quite Italian, doesn't it? Yeah. And the first Bernie Inn opened in 1956, and so 20 years oh. before the first Beef Eater. Oh. The chain offered slick service and value for money, achieved by offering a limited meat menu. <laughs> <laughs> limited meat <laughs> limited menu. Meat menu. But the Bernie Inn was massive. Mm. Like, it was massive. And... It's gone now. It's completely gone, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. Gordon Ramsay apparently describes his experience at Bernie Inn <laughs> as a child. Is, 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 is it clean? Is, 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 clean it, is it sweary? Hideous. Oh. Rancid, wow. you're going to kill me. And that was, that's, let's see which Bernie Inn that was. Bernie, oh, ironically, you know who bought Bernie Inn? Who? Whip bread and they converted it into beef eater. Well, there oh, you go. Whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, I'm trying to remember what I used to eat, though. And all I'm getting in my head is basically the the the, the memory of what the tomato sauce tasted like. <laughs> what a weird thing to remember. Well, Aldo and Frank, alas, are no longer with us. Mm. Aldo died in 1997 mm-hmm. and Frank in 2000 at the age of 96. Oh, but, um, but I loved going to the Bernie Inn. I absolutely loved it. Yeah, it was always a treat. It was always somebody's birthday. I think was usually when when we went to things. I remember um, slightly off piste when we went on this sort of family celebratory dinner to um, a ho- Dover Court Hotel, which was really bizarre. Oh God! But, but what I remember about it was, first of all, it was the first time I ever had sorbet. Was it? And I was like, oh, this is amazing. And the second thing was, they had a parrot in a, in, a, in a big cage by the window. But funnily enough, because they used to film Heidi High in, a, in an old abandoned um, mm. holiday camp very near there, that's where all the actors used to stay who were in, in Heidi High. But Some, I didn't see any of them. Somebody has put a Bernie in menu on Wikipedia. Ooh. And choice. And I remember this now, my mum having the cheese board, and you got to choose one of, it's a huge choice, Danish blue, Stilton, or cheddar. Oh, not all of them. There's not even brie. But on Stilton there. was only available in the more expensive section of the restaurant, which is what I was saying about there being two yeah. sections. So if you're sitting upstairs and you want Stilton, you can jog on. You're getting cheddar. You're getting a craft cheese slice. Other cheese slices are available. You're getting a craft cheese slice still in its plastic wrap. Just cheddar cheese. I mean, and then Irish know. coffee and after eight mints. After eight. Oh. Oh yes, they came out on a saucer. Yes. Like in a fan. Yeah. 
my god. But the burning in, like in your head, you were like, if you were like a rich person, this was where I would dine every night. I would, I would have steak every night at the burning in. Tinkling piano music, candles <laughs> sticking out a wine bottle. This, the sound of a cutlery clattering against the plates. It Ooh. is. Oh, this is a trip down memory lane. Goodness me. Bizarrely, I've gone to a something about Bernie Inn. It says, would you like to see the album of Soviet Lithuania? It's like, that's apparently if I like Bernie Inns, I should also be liking Soviet Lithuania. <laughs> but maybe they had a similar setup. Maybe they did. Like Restaurants with a big focus on meat. Chicken upstairs. Um, proletariat upstairs. Bernie Inn. <laughs> but do you remember Alan Partridge, Bernie Inn? Yeah. When he's interviewing the French chef. Yeah. No, French chef who is Bernie Inn. <laughs> Who's Bernie Inn? He's only the most important English chef in history. <laughs> Oh, burnt. Oh, look here, steak and chicken bar. Steak and chicken. Steak and, oh, prime rump steak, half a pound, seventy-seven p. What? Whoa! Glass, glass of wine with your meal. <laughs> you could get a, a bottle of Spanish Burgundy for eighty-four p. Eighty-four p. Oh my goodness! <laughs> Freshly made coffees available. Enjoy one of our international coffees. International, well, yeah, our, our very own our, the, the coffee beans grown in, in Cornwall. Yes. <laughs> a glass, if you can have a glass of sherry with your meal, 13 pence. 13, 13 pence? God, I can see, I see my grandma would have been there. Oh, this is fantastic. <laughs> oh, this list of inns, there's the Bernie inns. Oh. Look at that, where will you go? Where, would, where, could, you, where could you have gone to a Bernie? Taunton, Tamworth, Swindon, <laughs> Oldham, Salisbury. Oh. In case you're wondering why it's going very quiet, it's because we're looking... I can remember this. I remember this. It's a sketch. We're looking very affectionately at the Bernie Inn menu. But is it really for for realness? It needs to be laminated and a bit greasy. (laughs) No, it came in like a leatherette fox. Oh, yes! Leatherette. Style. Style. Here we go. Someone's actually loaded up a menu. This is great, isn't it? Great listening, this. 1984, Bernie Inn menu. With starter, fruit juice. Oh, yeah. 33p. Soup. Farmer's choice soup. Farmer's choice. Farmer's choice. (laughs) This is bizarre because it specifies served in an earthenware bowl. (laughs) Oh, and you could choose from... Oh, it's a bit Cosmo there. Croutons, cream, or parmesan is your topping. I'd quite like croutons and parmesan if that's possible, please. No, not allowed. No. not allowed. The price you are paying no lo- include. Oh, the price you are paying no longer includes ice cream or cheese and biscuits. As we have reduced our main course prices, you are free to choose from our selection of desserts. Except now you have to pay for them. Imagine this this idea that in the seventies people were like, choice. No, fr- <laughs> yeah, but no free ice cream. <laughs> no free. Ice but you could cream. also have a pate served with a wedge of lemon. Oh, what? <laughs> Seafood, oh, seafood Creole. Oh, that's a bit Cosmo. Mm. That's the most expensive starter, £1.75. Is, is a seafood Creole just posh prawn cocktail? I would say yes, but it's also got salmon in it. Salmon? Taramasalata. <laughs> oh, no, that's... Oh, yeah. See, I remember seeing that in a deli... deli with triangles of toast. <laughs> I remember seeing taramasalata in, in the deli, and I said, oh, mummy, that, that raspberry mousse looks really nice, but that's not raspberry mousse. <laughs> and, of course... Prawn cocktail. Classic. classic. Would you like to know what main courses you available? Oh, yes, go on. We at Bernie pride ourselves on the consistent quality and freshness of our steaks, which have made our name justly famous. Ooh. We want you to enjoy your meal. You so will when you enjoy order, it. tell your waitress how exactly, only waitress, you notice, know, 
<laughs> There's no men. We don't hire men as waiters. Men in the kitchen handling meat. Yeah. <laughs> exactly how you would like your steak cooked. It will be done to perfection. So there's several cuts of steak, but I will tell you, you could get a prime fillet for £7.20. Prime, a really melt-in-the-mouth steak. You get a mixed grill, all chicken cordon bleu. This is chicken with a difference. Is that chicken with a bit of cheese? I'll tell you exactly what it says. Absolutely stuffed full of Gruyere cheese. <laughs> That's actually what it says. Absolutely stuffed. stuffed full. It's so stuffed, it bursts. But obviously, if you're at the hut, you're only having that if you're upstairs. Yeah, sorry, and can't... Oh, half a roasted duck. Would that be subject to the upstairs rule? Oh, that's that's difficult, because it's... It, yeah, ooh. Oh. Yeah, and, and oh. the trouble is, you know, little Jimmy's had to go upstairs because he wanted chicken nuggets, so... Yeah. <laughs> He's gone upstairs. Then, or you could have some fish. Ooh, fish. Mr. Holly, this is the best bit. There's one special that you can add, one side. Do you know what it is? One, the only side you can order at Bernie in. Mushrooms. Mushrooms? 50p for mushrooms, yes. Spoil yourself. It's worth paying a little extra for some mushrooms. Oh, Oh, you always got roll and butter. Do you remember they buying a roll basket at the start? Oh, no children's menu on this one because I remember the children's menu Mm. coming in. Bernie welcomes children, twelve and under. Children's portions half price, but only on main courses marked with a star. So children could choose between a sirloin steak, (laughs) half a roast chicken. So be a quarter of a chicken. <laughs> a fillet of place and scampi. Not even mushrooms, they're not marked with a star. Poor little blighter. And for pudding oh, instead of a salad, mm. you could choose uh, sorry, instead of potatoes, you could choose a salad. Mm. But if you wanted salad, you had to pay extra sixty P. Those icebergs, you know, like they cost a bit Desserts. Penny. Lemon and Sultana cheesecake. Mm. Old English apple pie. Mm. Sorbet sensation, I remember that. <laughs> Ice cream sundae. I remember that because I used to have it and not be able to manage it because eating too much. But also not just leave it. Be like to my dad, please eat it because I don't want to know. I've not. Well, I don't want the waitress to know I've not eaten. <laughs> Bernie meringue fountain. Oh ice God. cream or cheese board. Now I love cheese, cheese and meat, and mm. the cheese board is routinely eye popping the expensive in a restaurant. Isn't mm. it? Not so here. It's the cheapest pudding. It's fifty p. It's cheaper than anything else on the menu other than. Fruit juice, <laughs> 30p. But is, is, is it literally just, you can have some cheddar? Choose from one of the cheeses from our tempting cheese board served with crisp biscuits. But that's not a cheese board, is it? Isn't it the whole point of a cheese board? That you're, there's supposed to be like three or four different cheeses Oof. on there. Oof, what? At three least. or four, you choose one. And they're always like... No, one... you should get a selection. You want some grapes, a little chutney yeah. maybe. So when we go to Beck Hall, which mm. this is not sponsored, but Beck Hall's, if you want to sponsor me... I'll take a week, thank you. We go to Beck Hall, which has got a... In Malham, it's got a beautiful restaurant. Absolutely beautiful. And the cheese board there, you just get like four or five cheeses, mm. homemade chutney, mm. beautiful crackers, you know, mm. fresh, crisp celery. You always, you always tend grapes. to get on cheese boards now like something that's almost like bright yellow and it's called like Grandad's Old Sock. And it's, <laughs> and it's like made from a grumpy goat Oh, it's only nettles. Liebfraumilch, do you remember? Oh, heavens, yes. <laughs> wine by the glass. The only wine you can have by the glass is literally called Red, White, Rosé. That's it. No other choice. It's red. It's white. It's rosé. Yeah, by the glass. And I, and I have that the, the coffee <laughs> is clearly a thing, right? So it's connoisseur one of those coasters, You see, I'm showing her Eleanor a picture of the coaster. Do you see? Yeah, yeah. I didn't dream. Oh, 
this is a great podcast, isn't it? We're we're looking at things looking that you at, can't see. We are reading them out to you. Peer over our shoulders. So and that's what a Bernie Inn was. It was a steakhouse, and yeah. as a child in the eighties, it was the epitome of glamour. Mm. That basically, if Brian Ferry took his wife out, he'd take her to a Bernie Inn. <laughs> Where else? Where else? <laughs> divorced <laughs> oh, surprisingly yeah. stop taking me to Bernie which one <laughs> so we're all oh, Bernie and Pizaria ooh oh. bizarre so where else did you go Eleanor as a child where else could we well, have found you if you're on the move if you if you're if you're flying out of Gatwick to Mallorca <laughs> well, who isn't um you know you haven't had time for breakfast um you you might be lucky and your parents might go i think we should stop at a little chef a little chef yes or a happy eater um i love little chefs with their logo of the of the cheery little um little jolly chef chef (laughs) a a little chef this little um, tray aloft with a tempting little bell over it famous for their big breakfasts famous for their big breakfasts um, with those slightly terrifying Cumberland coil sort of sausages that you kind of think that <laughs> looks vaguely off-putting. <laughs> don't, I don't like the I don't like the cut of its jib. Um, I, I absolutely love Little Chef was such a such a thrilling treat, you know. And you're sitting in this kind of one-story brick-built box. It's like a prefab, wasn't it? Yeah, by the, on, on the, by on the, the side of yeah. the A12. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Eating a Cumberland curl. Yeah, and all you can hear is just the sound of cars going... Whoosh, whoosh. Do you remember in the 2000s, Heston Blumenthal did a documentary where he tried to save the little chef? Yeah. And he introduced like loads of really, well, Heston Blumenthal-less foods. Oh, no. And everyone was like, no, what we actually want is a Cumberland curl. Yeah, what, what we want is a big sausage and some baked beans and, 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 and a fried egg and also just fried, fried toast, a bit of fried, fried toast. toast. Yeah. I um this is not in any way casting aspersions on Little Chef, but I've only been to one once and I got food poisoning. Oh my goodness. And then bizarrely my housemate at uni went to one once and got food poisoning. Oh. I know I think it was from some eggs for me. I it felt like it was been. the eggs. Like, what, what was But what? I know many people had very a friend of mine at school, Claire, used to go every Thursday night with her dad to Little Chef for tea. Didn't get food poisoning. Yeah, and, and the the exciting thing about Little Chef was you had your dinner, that was that that was a done deal, you had your pudding. So it's probably vanilla ice cream with chocolate sauce. Yeah, <laughs> that chocolate sauce went hard when you put it yeah. on and you cracked it. Yeah, excellent stuff. Yeah, and probably some sort of tinned fruit. <laughs> yeah, tin. Pe- oh, I love tin. Do we just tin oh, tinned peaches and condensed milk. Oh. oh, girl. And then as you were leaving, look at the size of the menu. Oh my goodness! As you were leaving, they would give you a lollipop, and it was a little square lollipop with with a little happy chef on yes. it. Yes. So you could take the little smiley. Oh my chef goodness! With you. Yes, here we go. right for the early. Starter, yeah. Fried egg, bacon, tomato, fried bread, chipolata, sausage, and which is just what you want swishing around in your stomach on a long car journey. Fruit Obviously. juice returns. <laughs> fruit juice. Oh, absolutely. Yes, absolutely, absolutely, little chef. Yeah, for goodness. Oh, steak and mint. Um, steak and mince. Mince and onions. Mince and, oh, mince oh, and onions. Oh my word. Oh, oh the, the cornerstone of any chef cottage pie, though. Oh yeah. It's a very unusual menu. We have. Sirloin steak and onions. Random. Steak and onions? Maybe not. Ham salad. Ham salad. The mince and onions, bizarrely, is the children's menu. That's just it. Yes, yeah, so this is children now, you know, when you get 
dinosaur-shaped chicken dippers. Yeah. <laughs> oh no, you've got mince and onions. Mince and onions. But that's probably why you'd, you know you'd end up with the all-day breakfast or something like that. Mm. Sundries, buttered bread. Buttered bread. But hot buttered toast. Ooh. Threepence a slice. Can I just have a dry bit of toast? I'm driving no, a long way. Cold, dry toast. With my stomach. Also my stomach. available, cigarettes. <laughs> I'm loving this as well. This little logo written on the menu, little mo- motto. Please drive carefully because we value your custom. <laughs> yeah, if you, if like, you... not because we want you to live, but because we want your money. Drive carefully. No, please come back. You can't come back if you're dead. But we want your money. <laughs> my and, goodness. And actually, there's no booze on that menu, is there? No. No, because of course they were all by roads. It was it was a road. It was Britain's rather lame attempt at a roadside diner, but it did it in a very British way. I'm looking way, now at a more modern little chef menu. Ah, um, the Royal Bre- 10.99. Ooh. The Royal Breakfast fit for a king. It says an Olympic breakfast crowned with a griddled steak. Oh. Goodness me, ham omelette breakfast, omelette breakfast, scrambled eggs with bacon. So Ooh, it was all that, that kind of scrambled thing. Scrambled eggs and bacon, I could do that. Mm. But I think it's gone now. I'm going to have a look. That's it. Is it still there? The chain expanded rapidly and acquired the Happy Eater chain, Ooh. which was a very similar setup, wasn't it? Yeah, definitely. Was that the one where the logo was a bit like a Pac Man? Yeah, and, it, and my dad refused to go to, pa- yeah, to the Happy Eater because he said it looks, like it looks like they're trying to be sick. Because it was pointing yeah, his mouth. Yeah, he's putting his finger in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. It, was like, it wasn't very appealing. The it was main like, okay, difference oh. was the Happy Eater provided outdoor play equipment for children. Yeah, so I think that's why we wanted to go, Daddy, they've got swings. No. No. We're going to, you, you know, you, the last thing you want on a car journey, you fill your child full of an all-day breakfast. Then before they get back in the car, they're on the swings and the, oh, the slides. interesting. The Happy Eater employed only female table-serving staff. Oh, goodness. Male staff were reserved for management, cooking and dishwashing. Until in 1985, a male employee, Ron Weeks, at Broad a trailblazer, Heath, requested an opportunity to wait on tables. He became the first male waiter in the chain. 1985? 1985. Good God. But um, in 1995, Granada apparently bought out the um, Happy Eater and turned him into a little chef. Yeah, and Granada bought... Um, they, they they run a lot of um, motorway yeah. service stations, don't they? But Little Chef is defunct Aww. as of the 31st of January 2018. But Wikipedia tells us that in 2019, the Little Chef Limited was registered as a company so oh, maybe it's coming back maybe i mean i don't know why i'm going oh that's a shame when i haven't been in one for literally <laughs> years i think the last time i went in one was when my friend's dad decided to take us for a day trip um to ipswich and part of our trip to ipswich involved going to the um the bird sanctuary that is um basically where size well nuclear power stations all the birds massive yeah, you, can, you can hear all the waves lapping against the beach and the birds tweeting and then this kind of sinister hum <laughs> apparently in 2006 they introduced coffee shops called coffee tempo coffee tempo. never heard of them have you coffee tempo. Coffee uh, Tempo, oh no. Oh, masterminded by the man behind Alan Partridge's favourite, Wild Bean Cafe. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds as well, I'm not, we're not being, because these are places that you love to go. We're not yeah. being like, ooh, yeah. It's affectionate love. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. And they're very, very much part of childhood in England, aren't they? Yeah, definitely, definitely. But also, um, I'll tell you one of the weirdest culinary, I use the term, is when I was very young, Probably six, seven. 
Mm. I went to a, do you remember swimming parties? Oh yeah. I don't. I'm sure they are still a thing. But basically, you had, and now it'd be a leisure pool, but then it was the baths. Yeah. That your friend, my, this is my friend Michaela, had a swimming party at the baths, and a buffet, but virtually the entire buffet was chicken nuggets. Yes. Yeah. But me and like we'd never had chicken nuggets, any of us, because it was like, what is? And as children, you're like, this is like manna from heaven. And I remember just going home, like, badgering my mum, buy chicken nuggets, buy, must have chicken nuggets. <laughs> but it's like, actually, think about it, you ate loads of chicken nuggets, then went swimming. Yeah, that's, that's not quite dangerous. Like, you eat in your own weight in chicken nuggets. <laughs> and then you go in, into a pool. Bobbing about in the water. Yeah. <laughs> and also, this brings us to um, somewhere that you're at, Wimpy Bar. Oh, yes. Because I went to a wimp... My friend Kelly had... No, no, I lied. Julie had a wimpy party. Oh. And I don't know... Do we have wimpies outside of England? I don't know. I th- And I think wimpy bars, I have a feeling, are named after the character in the Popeye yes. cartoons. Do you know, until... He walks around with Last burgers. year, we had one down <gasps> in town. There was a wimpy. Oh. And if you don't know wimpy... Um, there might still be one, actually. I'm going to look. If you don't know wimpy, it's like a burger bar, but you get... A proper plate and oh. a knife and fork. Yes, my my grandma was very. No, it's closed. Sadly, Sh- shall we just say my grandma was rather proper, proper. and she 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 really hated McDonald's with a passion. Right. Um. And she was like, "It's called a restaurant. They don't give you cutlery, unlike the Wimpy, where I can eat off Wimpy. a plate with a knife and fork." She was like, she hated like it was just. No, she just thought it was Wimpy just... is an American company. Oh. So, Wimpy started in America, in Indiana, in 1934. No. But I associate that with being British Wimpy. Yeah. How bizarre. I think it's because it seems so... Again, you get the curl, the Cumberland coil, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but it was weirdly had, like, weird slashes in it, yeah. yeah, it was just like, why did that... It's like, I think it was, like, to make it go round in a circle. It was owned by it. the Lions Company in England. Oh, I think Lions Corner, Corner House. House. Yeah. Ooh. The Wimpy Hamburger Parlour, it was called. Wimpy Hamburger in the 1970s wimpies refused to allow entry to women on their own after midnight because of the assumption they might be prostitutes and even if they were why can't they have burgers yeah why can't a prostitute have a wimpy burger keep their energy up for the working the night ahead she just wants some food yeah no I'm hungry but I used to love going to wimpy it was a treat yeah but then oh and they ought to remember the Knickerbocker glories and banana oh yes oh yes Oh, they were gorgeous. And the wimpy party was amazing. Because it's like, it's not only a party, it's got burgers at it. Yeah. That, oh, they, their burgers were super nice. Yeah, see, I remember we, we always, we'd always go to the wimpy bar and eventually they opened a McDonald's. This is this is in Colchester. I think the wimp, did the wimpy burn down? Or No, I think the KFC burnt down. KFC burnt down, <laughs> um, my goodness. And they opened a McDonald's and I remember going in and it had, it was just very brash. Mm. compared to Wimpy was white and and, and then mm. McDonald's had like it had a massive gold staircase it mm. was terrifying and I it went in terrifying. there and because they used to have like the like the, adver- the adverts on telly with Ronald McDonald who is a clown and um, clowns some people find clowns unsettling um, and we went into McDonald's and I started going no mummy no I don't want to go in I don't want to go she goes why why don't you want to go in what if what if Ronald the Clown's here, Mummy? Ronald the Clown. And I thought he was gonna just—I thought he was gonna run down the stairs at me, and I was terrified. <laughs> I remember as well. So I think I remember um, going to well McDonald's played a bit of a blinder because I think when they started really rolling out across Britain, I remember they did a tie-in with I think the Sun, mm. which at the time would have been the biggest newspaper in England, and it was like collect tokens over say a week. Yeah. 
and then you got like a free Big Mac. Yeah. And I remember going down and being really excited. Like, it's like McDonald's. And going in, my dad was like, oh, I'll have Big Mac I'm the dad. But like you as a child, like you can have a burger. Yeah, dad, you, dad I get two slabs of meat. Dad gets a Big Mac, yeah. But just thinking, this is like the space age. But also yeah. as a kid in England, being like, now this is like being in America. Yeah. You know, it's like we are now, we are as we are America part two. Yeah. Did did they have the children's seat that was basically a train and you could sit in yeah, the back of it like yeah, a train? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, I love going to McDonald's. It's like wow, what's that? So yeah. once I once I was comfortable with the fact that Ronald McDonald wasn't going to jump out at me, <laughs> I we we used to go. Says, my, obviously, I had to sit there with my grandma, being very proper in her velvet jacket. And of course, McDonald's <laughs> doesn't need you know everyone knows what McDonald's is. It's not like yeah. you have to go. Well, you, if you don't know what McDonald's is, because you know what McDonald's is. But it hasn't changed that much. It hasn't. You can still get those big milkshakes. It's basically like I don't ice think cream. they don't have the big moulded plastic chairs that they used to have anymore, do they? Oh. You know, it's like one great big modular piece of plastic in the yeah. entire restaurant. And now they sell apples and coffee. They do, yeah, they do. Yeah. So it's like, we're not, we're not all about I have to say, stuff. well, you know this, because oh, but yeah. if, I'm, if I'm doing a talk, I will not name the chain, but if I'm doing a talk and I have to drive back to London, which is like a long drive, I can't live without tea. And if I stop on the motorway, I go into the motorway services, as happened the other day on my way to Gunnersbury. And I won't say it, but a popular high street coffee chain, a cup of tea was like three quid. <gasps> but I can get my tea from McDonald's for 99p. Oh, wow. And it's like, I, what am I going to do? You know, like, I'm not paying yeah. £3 for some hot water in a tea bag. I live in Yorkshire. Do you know? <laughs> it's like, I didn't pay that for my car. <laughs> but yeah, so it's McDonald's, one of the things that it's just. They, I think they quite often they evolve a lot, don't they? Mm. So, but the they no- still do that like hotter than the sun apple pie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what is going? And there was a rumor in the nineties that it actually was turnip and it was just flavored like apple. No, yeah, so everyone at my was school that, was like that like, rumor that the chips were made out of flour and water. Yeah, and, and also there was some rumor as well. This is absolutely ridiculous that they put cocaine in their chips and that was why everyone wanted oh, to eat. Oh yeah, but that's them. become a famous thing. I remember people saying like Pringles. They sprinkle these with cocaine. Yeah, and obviously we we are not saying that they do. We don't don't sue us. We are absolutely yeah, these, categorically these, these are bad rumors. But there was about also food. no. This is not McDonald's, but there was rumors that like you know. If you had like um, Space Raider crisps, oh, yeah. oh that's a podcast. Crisps, oh, yeah. That you'd get like these little specks that were blatantly just like bits of maize. You know? Oh yeah. But they were like they're insects' legs. Oh. <laughs> like why would there be insects' legs? But as a kid, you're like they're insects' legs. And so I remember <laughs> when um they did a was it the Trivial Pursuit thing with um, McDonald's and you didn't have to buy anything to enter it. So you walked in and went, "Could I have a, a Trivial Pursuit card, please?" And you'd scratch, and the questions were fairly simple. Yeah. And what used to happen was, like, every day after school, yeah. we used to go into McDonald's, and it would be like, what have you won? Oh, I've won some chips. Oh, great. What have you won? Oh, I've won a Coke. What have you won? A Big Mac! <laughs> <laughs> and we'd go, I'd come home from school, and I'd be like, my grandma would be going, aren't you hungry? Don't you want your tea? And I'd just be like, I'm just eating a Big Mac. <laughs> I had calls for free. to go to McDonald's last week, actually. Mm. Because I'd had an extremely busy day and I needed food because I was going out that night. And it was a lovely sunny day and we got some food and we were sitting outside with Pippa with us. And the lady who worked at McDonald's came out and gave Pippa a bowl of water and a dog biscuit. So thank you to McDonald's lady, that was really kind actually. I'm sorry you didn't get a Big Mac. Yeah, she didn't get a Big Mac. She was she quite upset? She would rather would have had a Big Mac. Or did she want a fillet o' fish? Fillet o' fish. <laughs> fillet o' fish. <laughs> My friend Stuart used to go into McDonald's and order it, but say that filet of fish. Filet of fish. 
fish. Do you know what used to come in the blue styrofoam container? Filet of fish. <laughs> they, they, they opened one in Colchester right by the swimming pool. And it was very funny for, for, a couple, for two reasons. The first reason was it said it had like a four sided roof thing. So it said restaurant, 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 restaurant. But, mm. but on one of them, they'd got the A and the U the wrong Restaurant. 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 <laughs> That's brilliant. And it was, in, it was in the local paper, like four separate pictures. Spot the mistake. <laughs> and the second thing that was funny was that in the toilets they had, you know, you know, like the hand wash things that they're a bit like what they have on trains. Oh yeah. Press here for soap. soap press for water. water yeah. Press for air. But what you could do was if you press soap and air at the same time, you've got bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I used to love that. I used to love because when you're a kid, if you like go to pizza or something, because at the time now, obviously. They're everywhere. Yeah. But at the time, things like Pizza McDonald's in England, you didn't get them everywhere. No. So it was like a real treat. And also you think when you're a kid, you're like, when I'm an adult, I'm going to eat McDonald's every night. Yeah. And then you become an adult and you're like, that's not happening. No, I, I can cook at home. Yeah, but well, you can adult. cook at home for a third of the time. I've worked out how to use an oven. <laughs> yeah. But as a kid, it's like I'm having McDonald's every single night, except on the nights that I'm having Pizza Hut. <laughs> yeah, because the pizza places were great when, when you realised... You can choose your own section of toppings. Yeah. That's still great. What are you talking about? Sorry for yawning. Sorry. It's later than you think it is. You might be listening to this at 9am or 12pm, but it's not. It's later than that. And you, and you had like a competition between Pizza Hut, which had like a red colours, and Pizza Land, that was like green colours. What but... about Deep Pan Pizza Company? Ooh. Oh. Mm-hmm. I think, though, by being Deep Pan only... Yeah. It's like, for those of us that don't want deep pan, it's like, I'm not going there. You see, P- Colchester had this very strange thing that it had Pizza Land, Pizza Hut, and then it had like an independent place called um, Sloppy Joe's. Sloppy Joe's. And Sloppy Joe's was really cool because it had, the, the salad bar mm. was the boot of an old Chevrolet. That is really cool. Which was really, really awesome. I think Pizza Hut won eventually because of the buffet. The yeah. Pizza Hut buffet, which as a kid, you're like, nom, 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 nom. I'm going to Google no. Pizza Land now, see when that disappeared. I've forgotten Pizza Land. Yeah, Pizza Land. Pizza Land. Pizza Land. Um, Pizza I remember. I remember going into pre late nineties. I reckon it was a chain of restaurants, bizarrely owned by Associated Newspapers. <laughs> Bizarre and, um, yes, as you say, it was a rival to. Oh, in the early nineties, a rival to Pizza Hut. Yeah. But closed down in the UK in nineteen ninety six. So, so there you go. Yeah, I just think it's just the, 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 the market for pizza in restaurants. The chain aggressively tried to boost revenue in the 80s by disc- uh, cut out coupons in tabloid newspapers. Oh, yes. Pizza for a penny. Whereby customers could one, buy one pizza full price and pay a penny for another. That's, that's not going to work, is it, long term? Initially a huge success. Oh. The offer backfired because it had become an expectation for customers who would no longer use the chain unless they had a coupon. Mm. Oh dear! As such, it was the eventually the catalyst for the demise of pizza. Well, why keep it going for that long? That's pretty stupid. And if it yeah. started in the eighties, it was still going on by the nineties. It was always like, well, we're owned by a newspaper company, so let's make let's make use of that. What can we do? Converted into pizza eventually. Mm. There you go. There you are. Its then. legacy in the UK is now obscured. But then again, now... And some branches became Bella Pasta, which is now Bella Italia, I think, or maybe they're not the same. Oh, maybe they're not. But then you also have like you know you now have. Pizza Hut and Pizza Express. But Pizza Express, you think that's a little more of market. It is. It is a little bit because it's got like swirly writing. Oh yes, and and you can also buy pasta dishes and stuff. Yeah, there was a Pizza Hut. Yes, Bella Pasta became Bella Italia. Ah, there there was a Pizza Hut 
in the Arcadian Centre in Birmingham, and I don't think they'd refurbed it since the 80s, and it was like a time capsule going in there. It was amazing. <laughs> it's brilliant, actually. And when I went in there, they actually had, they were playing like an MTV channel that just seemed to be MTV the 80s. So it was even more that like, would be a, amazing, like, like one of my favourite channels. Tra- and I went in there, and me and my friend were like the only people in there. It was very weird. <laughs> <laughs> and you know when you're like going, have I had a knock on the head <laughs> so this is actually happening <laughs> but what became and it still is to some extent the sort of holy grail of Georgewood restaurants was um, Burger King oh yeah. you barely saw them did you no that's true we got one in town now and when it opened it only opened I think last year or the year before but it was like mythical like have you heard <laughs> there's going to be a Burger King and everyone's like no that can't be and that's when we've got two <laughs> and I've been like twice in my whole <laughs> you know and people would be a bit snooty and go Oh, I don't go to McDonald's. I've been to I go Burger to Burger King. King. Yeah, yeah Burger or Wimpy because I get that's, that's the best way. And look at me with my cardboard crown. Whereas, <laughs> you know, those of us with real class are going to a Bernie Inn. <laughs> like it or not. <laughs> but then there's some places that have Wendy's, don't they? Is there a Wendy's in Leeds? Or oh something? my God, don't talk to me about Wendy's. I had Wendy's once and had a massive hair in the burger. Oh! And I'm sure, I'm sure again, this don't sue me, Wendy's. <laughs> I'm sure this is a one-off. Mm. But it just put me off. Yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. It put me off because it's, you know, I don't know why there's one thing funny about his hair in food. Yeah. I was like, is there all Wendy's in Leeds? Because now there's like five guys and stuff as well. Ah. Wendy's. I think, that I have a feeling there was one many, many, about 20 years ago. Let's have a look. Wendy's Leeds. There is. There's there a Wendy's is. in Leeds. There you go. I didn't even know that and I live really near to so Leeds. So if you're American and you're missing Wendy's... You now know where you can go to get one. Oh wait, no. Oh no, that that's 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 Leeds, Alabama. Oh right. <laughs> oh, Wendy's pulled out of the UK. Oh. Um, the Wendy's in Leeds has not been a Wendy's apparently since two thousand. Oh, so when I saw it, that was, it was on its last legs. It's a McDonald's now. Ah. Or it was. It became one. But yeah, Wendy's is gone. Ah. Wendy's hamburgers in the UK. Oh, they had a Wendy's on Oxford Street. Also now a McDonald's. Because I remember I went to Texas. Well, maybe I wasn't the only one who got hair in their burger. <laughs> no. When I went to Texas, um, they said, oh, let's go and get, let's grab a burger. Yeah. Obviously, in, in a Texan accent that I'm not going to attempt. No, because um, people might switch off. Yes. And, and then we went to a place called Whataburger. Oh, yeah, Water, no, yeah. Whataburger, yeah. And, yeah. I was, and I'd never heard of it before. But because I'd never heard of it, I thought they were saying Whataburger. Whataburger, yeah. Because of the pronunciation. I thought that when I was a kid. Whataburger. Whataburger. And I was like, where, where is it? And, and it was great because you went there and it was the middle of the night and there was there was a, an American copper in there wearing shorts. <laughs> but the, because obviously he's, he lives in Texas and it's very hot. Bizarrely, <laughs> when Wendy's decided to expand beyond London, they concentrated on West Yorkshire. <laughs> That may have been their downfall. That might have been. Might well, the one in Leeds is very successful. Well, yeah, so wait, it's from McDonald's anyway. <laughs> Do you remember? This is just John Fatty Arbuckles. Oh, yes. Oh. I won't say this on air because this I don't want to trigger anyone, but I'll tell you afterwards that when I was at uni, there was a Fatty Arbuckles um, and one of the staff was killed there. Oh, goodness. And I'll tell you the details afterwards. Yeah, okay. But, um, it was like we. we it's used... an unfortunate pl- person to name it. It is, as isn't well. it? It is very unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, like if you want to read the story of Fatty Arbuckle, go and read it because it will make your eyes ping. Oh, make yes, your there, eyebrows ping. There is a story about him on the podcast called "You Must Remember This," which has lots of classic Hollywood stuff on it, and there is an episode about what happened to him. But so... he's all over. If you on the yeah. internet, as you oh, yeah. are now, and you can look on Wikipedia. <laughs> yeah, you, can, you fancy reading it with really a. Other podcasts are available. Yes, exactly. Um, 
So yeah, but they they've gone, haven't they? They've long since all gone. Yeah, and it, and it was that thing of being. It's a restaurant. We've had the Bernieans and the Beef Eaters. This is also a restaurant. And it's a chain, but it's a little bit different. Well, there was also. Do you remember there were like the exchange diners? They used to have a brilliant buffet. Mm. There was Old Orleans. Do you remember those? Oh yes. Yeah. Yes. There, there was one on Broad Street in Birmingham for a very long Henry time. Henry Beans. Vaguely. Vaguely remember that. Yeah. But I think now, I mean, I think a lot of these places have been taken over by um, Weatherspoons and Yeah, just like a lot of TGI. Mind you, I do like TGI, I'm not going to lie. Yeah. So, yeah, there are lots. But anyway, there you go. Yes. <laughs> so, yes, that was our jaunt along childhood. So so, now... And do you know, I'm now going to have to go look up more Bernie and menus online. <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to run away at the thought of co- coiled Cumberland sausages. <laughs> what, with a hair in it. Oh no! Oh girl, no. But don't worry, there's some sorbet for pudding. Mm. And possibly some strange historical fruit, interest in, in the fruit building. juice for starters. Fruit juice for starters. Fruit juice for starters. Would you like a mushroom? Uh, not if it's going to cost me 50p. No. Oh no, well, that's an expensive. I hope it's a very big mushroom. It's 33. What is it? Something like 50p for a glass of wine and 50p for mushrooms? Yeah. What? <laughs> well, they're a delicacy here, so. <laughs> well, that's a, that's a vegetable, my god. Yeah, <laughs> mushrooms. Have some fruit juice. This is a steakhouse. We just you can have nearly two fruit juices for that. <laughs> so, having dispensed with restaurants and rose d'Anjou, let's move on to who's putting the fizz in our gin. So, who's putting the fizz in the, in your gin this week? Putting the fizz in my gin this week is um, an unnamed pilot who I was at... Don't judge me, I was at the runway at six o'clock in the morning oh. watching the first takeoffs, and I saw one pilot get basically taxied out and then sent back to his stand, I think it was five times, <laughs> for a variety of reasons, and was the model of slightly annoyed Grace Under Pressure, <laughs> but made sure to be on the radio for every little complaint he had, and even some pain size. <laughs> and when they finally cleared him to take off, he said, is that actually cleared for take off, or is that cleared for take off for the next 10 seconds, then back to the stand? Ooh! Ooh. Handbag race. <laughs> yes, and then off he went. But I suppose you think it was 10 past six in the morning. And they'd already, like, mucked him about. So oh. his day was only going to get better, wasn't it? It was, yeah. It was, so... I haven't even had my breakfast yet. Yeah. Unnamed pilot. And I won't even say what airline he was from. But unnamed pilot from a popular commercial airline. <laughs> you were a model of grace under pressure, and I hope the rest of your day got better. Did he jet off? He jetted <laughs> off to somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and his name wasn't Ryan. His name was not Ryan, no. No, nor were his initials BA. <laughs> and he wasn't called Kevin Liam Malcolm either. <laughs> no, he was. I think about that then. No, he wasn't. He wasn't, no. he wasn't. So figure that one out if you can. Yeah. So, Eleanor, who's putting the fizz in your gin this week? Oh, this is. We're on tenterhooks. <laughs> Eleanor can't remember who's putting the fizz in I her had gin. Decide, I had decided who was going to You pick. had? Who, who was Oh, that? just pick someone at random. Uh, <laughs> oh, I know. Um, there, was, there was the man who sweeps things up who, who was in, awarded in the Queen's birthday honours. Oh, 
yeah. he got about two seconds on the news. He got about two seconds on the news when other people get in literally nearly ten minutes. Yes. So, man who... We don't even know your name. I don't even know his name because he wasn't on the telly long enough for me to know. Community champion. He was a community champion, so well done him. Yeah, well done you. Well done for getting the... I mean, I know obviously getting mentioned on our podcast and I can't remember your name isn't quite as exciting as being nommed by the Queen... But there you go. Well, I, I do have exciting. a large collection of hats, so I'm quite a lot like the Queen, really. That doesn't know, you know. <laughs> exactly. Like that's what you've got in common with the Queen. I've got some hats. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I've got some hats. You are the Queen. So is Kanye West. He's not the Queen. <laughs> He's got a lot of hats, too. So, with our gin fizzed, it's time to peer into the inkwell and see what terrifying creature from the id is climbing out. Out of the inkwell. Pippa, who is in between us now as we record, did not even flinch. She's not even terrified of that. Whereas if I were to say the word, like... I won't say it. If I were to say the word biscuit... She, oh, no. It's been a long day for Pippa today. Treat. She's tired from eating no, sausage. Um. So, what's climbing out of our inkwell, Eleanor? Well, um, in our last podcast, we were talking about how we were putting the finishing touches to our plot document for the flight story. And what we have been doing is working on a test scene. So yes. we like doing a test scene. We don't do, we? like, because it makes us realise where we're going wrong and where we're going right. Yeah. And we've identified both. Yeah. In there. So, yes. so you will never see that test scene, but you will see the fruits of it. Yes. Yes. And maybe you might even see the odd line from it. You might see the odd line from it, and you'll certainly see some crosswords that are in it. Yes. But other stuff, maybe not this time. Yeah. It'll just sit on our hard drives, tantalising you. You won't get to see it. Ha ha ha. Ha ha. So, on that bombshell, we're off to... On a thrilling, thrilling story. We're off to get a fruit juice. Yeah. And to mourn the loss of Little Chef. Yeah, I fancy a pizza now. Do you fancy it really? (laughs) You had a pizza last night. Oh, <laughs> we did. You had a pizza last night. I'm spoiling you. <laughs> no more pizza tonight. You're I getting... think I might just have one of those stainless steel bowls of ice cream that squ- that makes that horrible noise when you run your spoon over it. Oh. Oh, and everyone's no. going, you've got enough ice cream out of that bowl now. My Stop. ears are bleeding from <laughs> and the stainless steel Grandma's ice cream. hearing aid is feeding back. <laughs> so that's what we're off to do is to get some ice cream and dream of pizza. Yes. And I hope that pilot who got put back in his got some ice cream. That might yeah. have cheered him up a bit. Yeah, it might have done. Might have yeah, done. I don't think it would. He sounds quite nice. Yeah. So au revoir, au revoir, Bye. Bye. Find out more at our website, curzonharksdid.co.uk. And thank you, purple-planet.com, for the music. <laughs>